Welcome. We are a mother-daughter podcast about all things surrogacy. Together, we have brought eight beautiful babies into this world, and we would like to share our knowledge of surrogacy with those who want to educate themselves on the topic. This is Stop, Sit, Surrogate. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Stop, Sit, Surrogate with Kennedy and Ellen. Hello, everyone. We're going to talk about me today. Woohoo! Woohoo! Just a recap on my second journey. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so let me, let me ask a question. Sure. How did you meet this couple? Uh, well, I left my first agency because I did not like them. And I went to a different agency, a very uh, highly rated mm. agency and um whom you found on the internet or who you found on the internet just but this time when I looked I looked at reviews like and I looked at the worst reviews first and there weren't a lot um which makes sense because I'm not allowed to got it to say who they are and give a bad review okay the NDA got it yeah but at the time they were great um and it was a very different kind of agency than what my first one was. This one had support groups hmm. and they were like, you have to show up once a month. Um, Good thing. And they weren't that far from the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was, it was a very much more um, supportive. Mm-hmm. So it seemed agency yeah. um, where you could possibly make allies um, during it. So it was, it was nice. Um, but I remember we had a, we had a cruise coming up in like a year or something like a year and a half. And I was, and they had found me a same sex male couple. And I was like, okay, great. So like this and that. And they're like, but you have a cruise coming up in a year and a half. I was like, and, and they're like, well, you know, if you're agreeing to do three transfers, like it might not take on the first one. They were like, so negative about like it not taking on the first try. I was like, um, okay, well, thanks. And I'm going to prove you wrong. So, right. and it was just so annoying. They're like, well, you're going to have to cancel that trip. No, I'm not. I think so. Like it, it was just so irritating to just constantly be like hammered down. And it's like, Wah. well, we had, we had planned that trip, right? We had planned that trip for years around the fact that I was going to be pregnant. And around the fact that another family member had a new baby and we were waiting till that child was a certain age. So right. Exactly. And that's years in advance. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, this was like, yeah. So it was just kind of irritating to hear that for like, I don't know, probably four months. But, but pause. I do, I do understand why they said it because you, you, you sign up for a certain amount of tries and it's not no. guaranteed, yeah. right? Okay. I know I get that, I get but, okay. but just because it's not a guarantee doesn't mean like, Hey, let's make her very, very, very well known that like, it's not going to take on the first try. Cause it never does. And it's like, Oh my God, like chill. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was aggressive. Um, and the person, they had two people like running the, the support groups. Okay. So it was like this psychiatrist who like, you have to get cleared through, Yeah. but she's not affiliated with the agency. She's like an outside yet. I was looking back at it. I'm like, you clearly are affiliated with the agency because you're here doing all these things for this agency. Right. Um, and then they had, the surrogate coordinator there most of the time um 
And so it, it, it was an interesting place to share. I never felt like I wanted to completely share because it was just like, well, I don't have to like give you my heart and soul. Like, I don't know. They, it just seems interesting. Yeah. It just didn't seem like maybe everything that was said there was going to stay there. Like it was going to go back to the agency and like, they were going to talk about it and figure out and like, Mm. I don't know. It just seemed interesting. But anyway, so I met this couple, um, they were from Australia. And so they, we FaceTimed for the first time and then, but then we decided to match and they were like, the agency was like, okay, they have to come out and meet you first. It's a requirement. We make them come out and meet you before you start meds and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Okay. So they came out about a month later in November. Um, and me and my son hung out with them for like the whole day. And then they came back to the house and they met everybody. Um, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And my sister and her new husband at the time had just gotten back from a trip to Australia. So they had just talked, um, and they brought me these things called, I think they're called Tim, 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 Tim Tams or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Fantastic. They were so delicious. And, uh, yeah. So it was nice to meet them and like be person to person because my first couple, I didn't meet them until I was six months pregnant. So crazy, right? So like, it's just like, it was like, I do like that aspect of like, let's meet in person before mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we go fully forward. So that all happened. And, uh, the next month I had my, I had my transfer scheduled and, uh, it so ironic because it was scheduled for the same day that I had my first surrogate baby was born. Oh, how weird. I know. So she was born in. 2017 on like December 15th and I had my transfer December 15th of 2018 yes yeah it's like a whole year later it was just so ironic um so that was so hold on a second yeah that transfer then was oh 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 sorry she was like a year she was one year old on that okay, day. Sorry, my head was like three months. I'm like, wait. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She was one year old. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they had told me when they were out here that they weren't going to come back until it was time for birth because, mm-hmm. you know, of their professions and they just couldn't get away. And so I understood that. And that was fine. And we talked weekly. We FaceTimed every Saturday, oh. maybe twice a week. Um, I would send them pictures constantly. So we had a really good relationship and, it, you know, it didn't grow as much as my first one, but it grew enough to have a bond where I still, you know, I still get to hear from them time to time. Um, yeah. And so how the pregnancy went was I got pregnant on the first try. Um, did they know what sex they were putting in? They did. They had one boy and like, I think five girls. And so they were doing a girl because they were just like, well, this is fine. Like we have more chances with a girl than we do a boy. So like, let's just do a girl. And so, uh, we knew that going in and like I said, it took, and the pregnancy went smooth. It's like, there's nothing, nothing crazy about it. It was a happy, easy, healthy pregnancy. Everything was sunshine and rainbows. It was great. And 
it was so simple. <laughs> were you, I don't remember. Were you working during that pregnancy? I can't. I was working at the beginning, and then I was a day. I I, I worked at a daycare. Mm-hmm. I was like a preschool teacher, mm-hmm. and I just had to do a lot of lifting, and I kept getting these pains, mm-hmm. like my ligament like was pulling or whatever. And I talked to my OB, and he was like, "Well, can you just sit?" So I went to my work and he had written a modified work thing and my work was like well we can't accommodate that so you're gonna have to like not work and I was like okay (laughs) um so I stopped working probably when I was about five months maybe six months Mm because I stopped working in June and she was born in September okay yeah yeah and so everything was fine and then they came out um gosh let's see they came out she was due on labor day they came out literally the day before labor day I remember that yeah because I was like oh my god okay (laughs) so they came out the day before labor day and uh they were really eager for her to be born like too much eager that I was like okay I'm the one pregnant here and I just need to like I was just like already hormones were like raging and I was just like, I, I get it. I'm done being pregnant, but like, can't make her come any sooner. Right. So they actually went to my doctor's appointment with me. Mm. And and I, that, that was so interesting because I never had an IP go to a doctor's appointment right. with me. Right. Uh, and one of them is a doctor. Yes. And he spoke to my doctor mm. and was like, so how can we induce her? Like, how can we get this going without? And I was just like, Ooh, okay. Um, and my doctor's like, well, I don't do that unless it's like necessary. So we're not going to do that right now. Uh, we would have to wait a couple of days. Cause and literally you were at your due date, like, or real close to it. Right. It wasn't like, you well, were cause she was due late. on labor. She was due yeah. on labor day. And okay. so I went in the next day yeah. right. and no, no, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was due on labor day, which was a Monday mm-hmm. and we went in on Friday. So they actually came, they must've come the Thursday before she was due. Okay. Gotcha. Because then I went all weekend and we hung out and stuff like that. And so uh, she wasn't coming. And then my, and then he, but he like scraped my membranes or whatever, which worked for my son, Mm -hmm. but didn't work for my first surrogate baby. Right. Um, And it started things. Yeah. So I was, so I was like, oh, okay. So I was admitted to the hospital and I had called them and I was like hey guys like I'm in the hospital I guess baby's coming today like yay it's exciting like let's you know come on over and they hit traffic because where they were do you not remember that they hit traffic because they were they were coming at rush hour from Long Beach they were which to Orange County good rush hour traffic on a freaking Wednesday um so they missed her birth right yeah oh my gosh that's right yeah why did that slip my mind yeah she was already in the incubator yeah but I didn't tell her we didn't I didn't want to like take that moment away or anything that but she was only in there for probably because they were just checking her vital so she was born oh well okay when it came time to pushing I was pushing for I don't know four minutes my doctor gets in there and he's like why is this baby not out yeah this is your third baby and I was like oh my god I don't and he's like oh I know why and she was turned so her shoulder 
kept hitting my pelvic bone and she wouldn't come out. And he's like, she should have just shot right out by now. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's nice. So he put his hand all the way up to his elbow in and turned her. I still remember the feeling. He completely turned her. And then he was like, okay, give it a push. She was out. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Thanks so much. Thank goodness for intervention because you could have been there for days. Push and push and push and push. I know, but like, thank God he like realized it. Like, I love him. But um, then they took her out and I don't want any baby to be put on me. I always say that because I, did, I didn't get that experience with my son. So I don't, I, do, I just don't want that experience with um, somebody else's baby. And so they, um, they, they just held her because they were doing the cord blood. Mm-hmm. So they held her, they did that whole thing. And then they took her over to the incubator and they did her app, app guard or whatever that's called. And so basically she was there, they warped her up, they got her looking, you know, mm-hmm. decent. Yeah. And then they were there. They had got there and I could hear, I could hear them out in the hall with the nurse and the nurse is like, oh, she's already here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know she's in there. And they're like, no, the baby's already here. And they were like, oh my God. And so they go in and they come over to me and they're like, how are you? And I was like, oh my, I'm fine. Go see your baby. <laughs> like, it's okay. And they were really sweet about it. And they went over and um, they held her and they were like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I was like, I'm so sorry that like you guys hit rush hour traffic like ah they're like it's okay it's okay everybody's healthy everybody's happy it's it worked out it worked out the way it needed to work out like she's here um and yeah and so they stayed in the room with me for I think about an hour they did like their little skin to skin in there with me they offered to give them another room but they were like well if you're cool and I was like yeah that was sweet yeah we had a good relationship and then they uh we got wheeled to different um rooms so they were down the hall whereas my first couple they were literally sharing a wall with me I know I know and so this couple was down the hall which was totally fine and we got we we would text and be like how you doing like you know we would we would go back and forth to each other's room a little bit and then I got my hour with her and uh you were there and I think dad was there and Ash my son came and you know and they at that time they were like they were like oh hey we're gonna uh we're just gonna go put the car seat in and I was like mm. oh perfect that's perfect like right. there you go that works out great they had no problem leaving me leaving her with me for an hour they were like we have nothing although I will go back to this when I when I had mentioned this to my agency in the beginning I didn't even mention it to the agency I mentioned it to the psych- psychiatrist person what did I don't you know why the hour the hour yeah okay okay when yeah when I had mentioned having an hour that I wanted to put that in my contract Mm -hmm. the amount of backlash that I got was ridiculous Mm -hmm. and and they were and the psychiatrist is like well you know I recommend that to all my IPs that's important I was like that's great that you recommend it I wanted it writing like I don't care because I know that people will try that because I because my mom experienced it so like I don't want to miss that out it's not even really for me like it's not I just want my son to be able to be like oh he was so young he was like three years old so I wanted him to be like oh this is what was in mommy's tummy and now it's and now the baby's gonna go away baby looks nothing like me but you know baby's not mine like baby goes to the dad's like it was so important to me to be able to be like hey rather than just show back up at home not pregnant like 
and and not being able to be fully functional yourself because you have to heal for a little bit. So it's like, well, yeah, wait, baby, God, how come you can't run around with me and play? And yeah, and so it just it just made sense. And so oh my God, we literally fought about it for probably two weeks. And I wasn't even fighting with the agency; I was fighting with the stinking psychiatrist. And I was like, why can't this just go in? And then come to find out when I was talking because I developed a decent relationship with these IPs. Mm-hmm. When I was talking to them, they're like. That was never brought up to us. The moment it was, we were like, absolutely. We don't care. And I was like, you're kidding. So I was fighting because of their opinion and not yours. Because what I was told was, well, that makes them feel uncomfortable. So no. So you lied to me and was like, oh no, we're going to put this on the IPs. Like, it just makes me laugh that agencies don't think that we're going to talk. Right. Right. No. Yeah. and why not make it full circle? Why not encourage that and make it full circle so that the surrogate gets what she needs to get out of it? And like yeah. you said, not really for her, more for family or, or, or children, yeah. like for them to get the closure, for them to see maybe the dads or the parents, the IPs with the baby, like, oh, that's what we did. Okay. That's what my mom did. That's why she couldn't play with me that last month. She was carrying this baby because it's just a belly. Some little kids understand it, but depending on your age, you don't really get that there's a human in there. You right. Know? Right. So that's weird that they not weird, but just sad that your IPs would. Yeah. When it was brought up, it was no problem at all. Like, yeah. They did not care at all. And same with my first IPs. He did not care at all. He was like, absolutely. Like you, you carried her, please take an hour. Take, he even offered me two hours. I was like, I don't need two hours. I'm good. Thanks. I just want like an hour, yeah. but it's just important to me. It's personally important mm-hmm. that, you know, my family gets the little like, hello, goodbye. Mm-hmm. It was great to meet you. Have a nice little life. Like, because sometimes you're never going to see them again. Like I, two of my, two of my surrogate babies live out of the country. They live on the other side of the world. So to see them again is going to be very sporadically or rare. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, I don't, I'll never understand why I got, I will understand because it's well, taboo to ask for the hour. I'm sorry. It's not taboo to ask for the damn hour but it's something an agency yeah. should advocate, advocate for their surrogate. I totally 100% yeah. believe that that's something they should advocate for. It's not, not taking any babies anywhere. Just want to get right. Joy. And so when the psychiatrist talked to me, she's like, why do you need that hour? And a part of me just wanted to be sarcastic and be like, oh, because clearly I'm attached to the baby and want yeah. to keep the baby. Yeah. Like, Are you stupid? Like, no, I, I have already done this. I know what this entails. I do not want to keep the dang baby. If I wanted to keep the baby, I'd have my own baby. (laughs) I'm not going to put somebody else through all this. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to put my body through all of these meds, needles, all of these hormones and extra hormones and things to have a baby. If, if I don't have to, if I can get pregnant on my own to keep a baby. Yeah. Mm. But it just, so it just blew my mind. And then to hear that they gave me so much hell but hadn't even brought it up to the IPs. They could have literally they never brought it up. And that's where I was like, are you, when I found that out, I was like, so, I, so much stress me? for you. It was, it was two weeks of just like, give me the damn hour. I'm not right. asking for anything else to be changed in this contract. Right. Nothing else. I mean, they wanted, they wanted small little things. They wanted me to wear a mask when I got my nails done. And I was like, seriously, like, okay. We were still, we were still like pandemic. No, we were not pandemic we were at not. all. This was that's 20 this was 2018 to 2019. It's probably because of the chemicals and stuff. Yeah, it was the chemicals. And then I asked my lawyer, I was like, well, what if the doors open? Because a lot of the times the doors are open. And he's like, well, yeah, like, it's fine. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, but like the things that they were asking, it wasn't 
crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to go back and be like, oh, the only thing I want to change is yeah. I want to add an hour. And it was an hour in the hospital after birth. It wasn't yeah. like, bring her to my home. No, but, mm-hmm. oh, but when she, so after we all left the hospital, they, they stayed, I think they stayed about a week. They were really quick on getting their, their passport for her and everything that they needed. Right. They were really quick. Whereas my last couple, it took them longer. Yeah. But this couple, I think stayed, this couple stayed definitely less than two weeks and they actually stayed close by. They stayed in Long Beach um, Mm -hmm. at a friend's and they invited me and you and um, well, they invited the whole family, but only me, you and my son went Mm -hmm. and we got to, we got to hang out with them and we got to see the baby. We got to hold the baby. And we had like, um, I think we had like a small little, maybe like appetizers or whatever, but you know, it was, it was simple and it, it was, was actually a VRBO. They actually rented. Oh, is that what that was? Uh-huh. And ha- oh, and his brother yes. happened to be in town. Yes. Yep. So one of them, their brother from, from New Zealand, yes. he's from New Zealand. Zealand. He just happened to be in town because he travels for business and it just so happened to line up. And so he came and we got to meet him and he got to meet the baby and all this kind of stuff. So that was that was really cool. And that he was- has kids. So mm-hmm. for him to help his brother, like, okay, yeah. really change a diaper. This is, so it was great for them. I think. Yeah. And super cool that they had actual family. I was really yeah cool. around when yeah. that, yeah. Cause they're overseas. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. To go yeah. It yeah. is. But they were, they were such a wonderful, lovely couple. And they, um, they call me on her birthday and you know they're like thank you so much and you know and she'll talk to me and she'll she last time so we talked on her last birthday this last September and she was reading and I was like oh my god you are reading like she was reading she's only like but she was born in 2019 so she's she was only three Jeez. and she was reading I mean I think it was a lot of like memory because it was the same book oh cute yeah but she's such a she's so cute and do you know if they've gone on to have another child? Or no, I don't know if they were going to. Okay. They were pretty okay with one. Um, however, so since she was born in 2019, she was born in September 4th, 2019. Yes. Um, she, her, and so one of the dads is from Australia. One of them is from Colombia. Hmm. And the dad from Colombia, when she was about almost six months old, he decided to take her to Colombia. So February of 2020, he took her to Colombia to see his family and, you know, meet everybody there. And then the world shut down. Mm-hmm. And so the dad and the baby were stuck in Colombia while the other dad was stuck in Australia for, I want to say about five months. I they thought were it was separated. eight. I thought you no, said it wasn't eight because she was back home before her for first four next birthday yeah okay okay still five months that's a lot of time yeah really sad great for the Columbia family but yeah just really I mean yeah so they FaceTimed a lot and stuff like that and then as soon as flights opened up for Australia he flew to Columbia and saw them and then they came home got okay so he went there first okay yeah because Columbia was Columbia was way strict. Columbia was like, oh, COVID, bye. Like we're shutting down everything. Like we're not, we're not dealing with this. Right. Um, but it was so it was so sad when they told me that. I was like, oh my God, you were separated for five months. 
how awful like you have like this newborn little baby yeah so um well I was going to ask on a on a scale of one to ten what would you rate that surrogacy journey I was just going to ask one being the worst ten being the best all things considered yeah okay that's what I was going to kind of say I thought it was maybe yeah I'd say like an eight Mm -hmm. I think it was a great journey I mean they were super sweet Mm -hmm. they were super nice super super sweet yeah they were great they were great great people they still are great people yeah no it's it's nice to get that and then um so your first one you had one agency and then the second one you flipped agencies right yeah and so I flipped agencies because I did not appreciate my first agency and the things the shadiness that went on okay and this agency I liked them as of now I liked them and I was like oh yeah okay this is uh this is good this is this is good I like uh I like the support here. Yeah. You know, I like, you is, know, I, yeah. Is that the journey that I went to a support meeting with you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I recall that, which I yeah. thought was great. They had such a large turnout. Yeah. They, no, they do. They, they do have a lot of people going to these. Mm-hmm. Well, when during that time they did, I don't know anymore. I don't know if it's turned virtual or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, but my opinion changes on this agency drastically yeah. in my next journey. Right. Cause it's the same one. Okay. I'm just trying one. to keep it all straight. Yeah. Even though yeah. I live with you the whole time, I'm like, ah, sometimes I can't remember. No, it's just a lot. Well, I did them back to back to back, but no, this, um, how many did you do how, three and how many years? Do you remember? Can you figure it out? Well, okay. I had a transfer in 2017. Baby was born in 2017. I had a transfer in 2018. Baby was born in 2019. I had a transfer in 20. 20 baby was born in 2021 so four or five five. well I mean I but I had and I had Ashton I was pregnant with Ashton in 2015 and had him in 2016 so I've been pregnant since 2016 no 2015 the surrogacies were three and four years or three and five years my surrogacies were 2017 to 2021 so three oh five and four years 17 to 21 18, that's four. Oh, it's four. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did three and five. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. And you've had a long rest now, right? Yeah. 2022 is the only year since 2015 that I have not been pregnant. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Um, okay. So, I mean, you've already shared like information and advice you want to give to surrogates and stuff. Like what would be the one top piece of advice? based on that journey based on that journey yeah is the fact that like if you want something in your contract that means something to you don't back down like like don't I don't care how scary the agency seems because guess what they're not scary because without us as surrogates they have no business so as long as it's not something outrageous and crazy that you're asking for which honestly I've never met a surrogate who's asked for something or who has wanted to ask for something that is crazy and absurd like it's just not that's not that's not what we do we're doing it because the reason we want to ask for things is either for our mental health for our wellness mm-hmm. or for our family like it's that's it and that's what it should be we're not you know we're not asking for like a million dollars like that's that's not what we do and you know we're not asking for the baby to come back and stay with us for you know, a night or it, it, it's just, we're not asking for absurd things. Yeah. So, and a lot of the time, what I have discovered from this, 
sorry, from this aid, well, from this journey Hmm. is that sometimes the things that you ask for to be in a contract won't even like hit the IPs until the agency is like, oh, well, I guess if you're really going to push us on it, like then we'll suggest it because it's like, it should have gone immediately. My request should have gone immediately to the IPs. So immediately. Did the, when you were requesting this, you were requesting this before contracts started or could nope. it, Oh, lawyers should have, lawyers should have communicated that, that part I don't get. Why did the agency have the, the, no, I requested it through my lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, this is the only thing that I would like, but I had also mentioned it before I even was matched. Yeah. Okay. And I said, this is the only thing I'm going to ask for. Right. This is the only thing. Right. And they were, they didn't care at the time. Cause they were like, whatever, she'll give it up. No. And when I asked for it in the contracts, it somehow got back to my agency. And I think the agency might look over contracts there mm-hmm. before presenting them to the other people. Also, there's <clears throat> conflict of interest with the lawyer that I had, yeah. but that's fine. Um, so yeah, it, cause I asked for it in a revision mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. and they were like, no, 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 no. Like we're going to, I don't know. And it was so interesting because it wasn't the agency that was coming back at me. They had the psychiatrist call me and be like, so are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. Like, I just know, I just know how crap can go down. And then, I mean, if you guys want to fast forward, like the agency, if y'all want to fast forward to the next journey that you guys set me up on, I know how crap's going to go down. So that's why I put stuff in my contracts. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even, yeah, we won't jump there, but even though things are put in the contracts, they can be misinterpreted by both sides. Absolutely. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. We got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So was, it seemed like a, uneventful which is a good thing when you talk about surrogacy yeah smooth sailing you had Mm -hmm. a vaginal delivery right yes I did I also we've never talked about this before Mm -hmm. but I up to this point in my journeys I was with HRC fertility okay well I'm just I'm just saying because each fertility clinic does something different oh and you were with the same one I was with the same I was with the same fertility clinic so I was with HRC fertility okay for for those and they seemed to work out good and they they were I had I had really decent doctors and the first one was whatever but the second one was really nice I liked him a lot okay but yeah who did you have where did you go um I think his name has changed now but I Beverly Hills it was um oh you went to Beverly Hills Dr. Sahikian yeah he's still in the business he's still he apparently has I want to say he has He's associated with a particular agent. There you go. There yes. you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I love that man. Yeah. And in fact, we already talked about that too. I had my third couple go to him. Oh yeah. Because we did a transfer and it, so it you had, work, but it was twins and it, we lost it. And then I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this again, we're going to go to him. But you had him for all three. It did. I had to go to one other doctor for one transfer with that third couple. And he was down in San Diego Ah, and I just did not feel welcome there. Did not at all. Yeah. It was sad. I just felt like, oh gosh, what is this? Yeah. 
but and then we talked and said if we're going to go forward I want you to go to this agency and they did they went well good and we got pregnant and it stuck and everything well you know what happened in that state in that yeah yeah but still it worked he did his you know it worked yes well right. that's that's good that's an example of a surrogate speaking up to and asking way back when for hey yeah. i feel way more comfortable over there yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and speaking speaking of way back when mm-hmm. something that just like clicked in my head is like you've said because we were i was just you know i was just saying how i got pushback for asking for the hour mm-hmm. and now it's such a taboo subject but you said that it was in all your contracts it was so that's what's wild to me is that like they're gonna reverse it now they're gonna be like oh no 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 we're not gonna put that in the contracts anymore so like that's what's very interesting as well it was it was really weird and it really didn't come into play with the triplet journey because I was in that ICU quite a bit well yes but at least it was there in case he needed it yes yes it was it was um Right. It was in there. And I would have never thought being a first time surrogate. Oh, that's interesting. Why do I need that? You know, mm-hmm. and but once I had the first one, I'm like, oh, heck yes, this is very important. So I was with that same agency for the first two. So they already had it in. But when I went to mm-hmm. the third one, I believe I put it in. Oh, you put it in. I believe I put it in on the third one and I asked for it. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll see how that flies. And apparently the couple didn't really seem to care at that point, I think. Sure. But it's how that journey went was yeah, yeah made it a little difficult, but We'll talk about that next time. We will. If you guys have any questions or if you guys would like to share your story, please feel free to reach out to me at stop period sit period surrogate um, on Instagram. Okay. It's been another edition of stop sit surrogate with Kennedy and Ellen. Talk to you guys later. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give us a like and subscribe. Also check the link to our YouTube channel in the description.